0: about Ross and Patrick.
1: I don't care. Yeah, like who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about?
0: I don't know, I'm not so sure.
1: Maybe we'll have a guest or two.
0: The world's going up in flames, so like who cares? Who cares? We
1: care. Gross. (laughs) Well, here we are back on I-95, headed back to New York City, hon, in the Connecticut sun.
0: wee, here we are.
1: You're driving like a New York City taxi cab. (laughs) On a a very busy 95, although we've got speed, which is nice.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're not, we're not like, well, actually, we are doing the speed limit. No, we're not. Not anymore, we're not. Uh, We're
1: under speed limit. We're under the
0: speed limit is what I meant. Uh, We're moving rather slow, but it's still claiming that we're at two hours and 18 minutes until we drive up to Knickerbocker Avenue.
1: Back to the homestead. Uh, yeah, it's Sunday morning around eleven, and uh, this is when people make start start making their commutes back to their miserable fucking lives <laughs> after spending a weekend in paradise, yeah. wherever they were. Maybe the Cape. Maybe they're up in Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah. Maybe they were uh, at Provincetown having sex with all their boyfriends.
0: Um. So,
1: that's what people do, right?
0: Sweeping generalizations.
1: Well, maybe it's women with all their boyfriends. Maybe
0: it's just gay people and being gay. Enjoying their lives in Provincetown in a safe place known as Provincetown.
1: What a, what a beautiful place. I I've love that place. I've never been. We went in high school. I uh, know, like summer, a bunch of
0: weirdos.
1: Somewhere after high school to Ogle. We went specifically to Ogle. That
0: is so weird.
1: Well, we were 18, we were dumb, and a friend's... Aunt, Aunt Sue Aww. Oh
0: wow, yeah, it was
1: Aunt Sue she, she recommended that that's what we do with our night um, And maybe, you know But also
0: you thought maybe some people were closeted That might come out that weekend
1: Yeah, uh, and you know 20 years later we're still waiting <laughs>
0: uh,
1: Maybe maybe he'll build up the bridge. I've got a couple
0: of those too
1: Uh, that's okay. But they
0: just keep having kids, so you're like, well, I guess you're trapped.
1: Yeah, I guess you're really going full drag. Full family (laughs) drag.
0: (sighs) Oh my gosh. Speaking of drag, my mom got me into a new show while we were visiting my parents again. So, Uh this is our third trip to Connecticut in the past month. First time, Aunt Sue's passing, which was the last time we were recording on the road. Then we took a mini vacation that we had already planned. already. Uh... Patrick likes to make fun of me for how I say already. Yeah,
1: you say already. I say
0: already like a fucking dipshit. You
1: spell, you spell already O-R-R-E-D-D-Y. I, already. I don't know where
0: I got that from. I think I've heard Danielle say it like that too, so I'm going to say that's a New York influence.
1: Already spaghetti.
0: Uh, anyway, um, so then we had our mini vacation here where my parents were away and now my mom just had knee replacement surgery, and so we agreed to come again to help out, visit, you know, just, just be an extra set of hands when yeah. needed around the house. And it
1: was the holiday, 4th of July, yes. uh, and My
0: dad cooked us some good food. And
1: we never made plans for the 4th. We're, we never, we don't really go all out on the 4th, I. You think,
0: and I. I think like major holidays like that, um, like, it just does something to me where I'm just like, fuck this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like I,
0: I don't like I don't want to be a part of this. I, I mean especially like this year with you know Was it last government year? Government and-, and America. Like I'm not that into you.
1: You're not feeling patriotic. No. You're feeling hatriotic.
0: <laughs> Woo! Good one, hon.
1: You hate it. You um, hate America. But I'm but- <laughs> You're a terrorist. <laughs> But we brought joy. Who cares and about
0: terrorism? That's yeah. what this episode is about. Yes,
1: who cares about terrorism? Uh, we don't, because terrorism mostly I care about, is an invention. Uh, it's I a care propaganda about domestic,
0: invention. I care about domestic terrorism, that they're not addressing terrorism. I care yeah, about that.
1: Sure.
0: Anywho, before I just go off, yeah. ooh, I just hit the mic. Sorry. <laughs> I,
1: I really thought I found a solution for neither of us to touch the mic, and here you are playing volleyball with that mic. I have two lavaliers hanging off the ceiling of our car right now. How does it sound, folks? How, right how does it
0: sound in your headphones?
1: It sounds all right. It's a r- little roomy.
0: Yeah, because I feel like when I'm turning, maybe I'm not. Whatever. You know what, guys? This podcast sounds better than, like, 90% of podcasts out there. So, enjoy.
1: Yeah. Okay?
0: Um, the long story long that I am trying to get to is... We
1: live in Connecticut now.
0: With- <laughs> Speaking of drag, why was why were we even speaking oh, of drag? Oh, you're
1: gonna talk about claws.
0: Claws! The show Claws, starring Niecy Nash.
1: Claws which, like animal claws. Yeah,
0: like tails. And they...
1: I'm making claws I got it. That's what, what claws sound like. Um... I'm an alley cat.
0: I know. We'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. You can talk about my dad's eating disorder oh, later. Oh,
1: yeah. No, it's not an eating disorder. It's a feeding disorder.
0: Yeah, but I think that's an eating disorder, though.
1: Yeah. Because it's, it's food, like... food-related. It's food
0: control. Uh, which, for the first time, I've admit, he admitted that he has food control problems. who, Claws. What a great show. My parents watch it together, which I found really hilarious. What channel is that? TNT. Uh, It's pretty scandalous. There's definitely like a lot of hot content.
1: A lot of sexy, niecey naps. Oh
0: my god. I am like blown away by her sex appeal. Are you, yeah,
1: are you, would you want to roll around with her? No,
0: I'm more just like in awe. Like she looks like a goddess to me. But it's super campy and every, like, I was saying to my parents, I was like, I think I really like it because it's basically just drag. It like, the a- whole show, every character is, like, a drag character of Yeah, some it's kind. like, a,
1: it could be an animated series.
0: It's campy, it's heightened, it's not... I mean, I'm sure there's parts of it that are realistic, but it's, like, a very, like, campy show.
1: And it's, it's drugs, it's sex, it's yeah. uh, money, it's crime.
0: But it's, like, a gang of women that have each other's backs and they're just trying to get out of like working class shitty town, make a better lives for the big better lives for themselves.
1: And is it Tampa, Florida? Uh
0: no, I think it's more in the Panhandle. But it's Florida. But it's Florida. Yes, but I think it's more in the Panhandle. They're talking about shrimp all the time. Oh. uh and Trump the, the male character, Uncle Daddy? Yeah. Which uh is famous from Breaking Bad.
1: Uncle Hank, yeah.
0: He is a real caricature of a person. He's um, not the
1: only Breaking Bad ex cast member. Also, the no. Nazi, the head Nazi leader, uh, or the younger neo-Nazi guy with the red hair, the ginger guy.
0: And which I don't like Breaking Bad, so I'm not f- that familiar. But I remember Uncle Hank. But Uncle Daddy is like, he's like a like a daddy character, like in a sexual way.
1: In a dynamic.
0: In a dynamic, but also He's like as a kingpin. Like, like a, drug a daddy kingpin.
1: daddy dom? He's
0: definitely d- a daddy dom.
1: So I've only been dipping in and out of the show and I did come in the room while there was a little leathered up harnessed boy yeah, daddling ha- across the he room. He has
0: like a gimp that he yep. like keeps around that he definitely fucks but also is married to like a haggard ass woman. Interesting. Too. So it's—I I don't know—it seems it's pretty like subversive to me.
1: Hypersexual.
0: It's hypersexual for sure, which is like another reason, probably, why I'm enjoying it. Uh, but what was I going to say about Uncle Daddy? Uh,
1: well, I think you were just sharing that that was like a point oh, of bonding with your dad. That
0: my parents were watching this, and th- because my dad loves Niecy Nash. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I wonder if your dad loves her because she's funny or because he finds her sexually appealing also.
0: I think he just thinks she's really funny. Yeah. And she was on, like, a home makeover show as a host years ago that he, like, found and fell in love with and just thought that she was so funny.
1: Well, we also have a theory that your dad is a butch queen himself, so maybe he just sees elements of himself in her.
0: Well, I think that, like... You know, my dad is on some sort of spectrum. I do genuinely think he's probably not that attracted to men, but he is in touch with his feminine side and identifies with, like, something in gay culture. And as we know, gay culture, uh, pulls from black women quite a bit.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh... And so there's some there's something in there. Well, there is. I'd love to spend a whole episode asking yeah, that. Well,
1: now we can go call back to his favorite sitcoms. Also, Martin. Martin. And uh, what, what's the other one?
0: Well, King of Queens is the other one.
1: Oh, well, that's as white as you can get. But that's
0: what I'm saying. He is the spectrum. Like yeah. I think, like my mom always inappropriately is like, oh, he was getting another life, and I'm like, I don't think it's quite that simple. I think he was. I think he is somebody that is intrigued by gay and queer culture, but has only been allowed to sort of dip his toe into it in, like, ways that kind of seemed appropriate.
1: Yeah, and I think any... Like anyone from his generation, he grew up in... And uh, he certainly
0: doesn't have the dialogue for that.
1: Yeah, and and from what I... It sounds like he grew up in a somewhat dysfunctional household. And I think people who do, uh, you know, we all crave familial um dynamics that are attractive to us in other places and I think your dad pop culture seems to be a a source for it like Mm he we were talking about All in the Family the other night and you know all these other sitcoms he loves like maybe that's maybe there's some kind of like point of uh parental connection that he he seeks out uh in those places
0: well I think him and his brothers too had um they bonded a lot over uh, TV and film and music. And you know, my grandmother was like pretty into all that stuff. So I think she kind of instilled that in them. And similar to how my parents brought Dave and I to New York all the time, his parents brought them to New Orleans when they lived in Mississippi in a very like similar sort of way. Like, let me expose you to this like big city and all the like oddities that come with it that you're not used to. So, I don't know, I think there's just always been that sort of, like, intrigue around it. Yeah. He was actually, he was cracking me up because we were watching MSNBC and there's a correspondent on there, this beautiful Haitian woman who, whose name, of course, I can't remember, but she is the executive director of moveon.org. Uh-huh. And she sort of has, like, she sort of looks like Lupita Nyong'o, like, her face, and she wears super bright colors on her very dark skin, and... My dad was telling me that him and Floyd text about whatever fabulous dress this woman (laughs) is wearing and how beautiful she looks. And he was like, that's pretty gay, huh? And I was like, whatever. I was like, I love that you do that. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be like a gay or straight thing, you know?
1: Yeah, that's great. Yes, you
0: are texting with your gay best friend about it, but... (laughs) That's nice. Anyway, my dad's on the spectrum. The autism spectrum
1: and the sexual spectrum. <laughs> yeah, we, we uh, I got to know your dad a lot this weekend. You uh,
0: really stepped up this yeah, weekend. Yeah, we, we arrived
1: on July 3rd. Or no, 4th. No, on the 4th. We, yeah, we yeah. drove up the 4th. And uh, I was thrust into dishwasher repair right away, oh, which I love. I love a project, honestly. I love a project and I like to be of service and I like to be helpful. Um,
0: you do, you like a task. Yeah. The milling around not having anything to do really drives you nuts.
1: Yeah, and uh, we had this little pickle on our hands with the dishwashers. Somebody installed dishwasher for your family a while back, and they didn't mount it correctly. There's a special bracket that mounts dishwashers to cabinetry, so that when you're pushing and pulling on the door, and when it it's vibrating, it stays in place. And The bracket was literally only half installed, so your dad has been struggling with a dishwasher that shifts around. And so what looked like a simple job to me turned into a two-day kind of headache of finding the right screws and the right washers and bending the bracket the way it's supposed to be bent and uh, installing it properly, essentially. And um, I'm happy to do that. I just, with any task, I kind of just want to be left alone i would i would prefer to discover what the problem is and then for the client to disappear and And in this situation your dad is the client and he has lots of questions
0: basically you have the male version of me (laughs) yeah hovering over you yeah at
1: one point i was like trying to get screws in and i could feel him hovering and i came close to saying like Hey, I'd actually do this better if I if I had some space, which is what I should have said. But I was like, you know, I, I wanna maintain father in law, son in law, good vibes. So I just uh, I just a little bit in a huff. I don't think he detected the huff, but I just got up and turned on the kitchen radio. <laughs> <and>
0: I just
1: <laughs> I turned on ten ten winds and turned the volume up and I'm like Maybe this will create some kind oh of
0: my god. auditory buffers. Well, zone. you do both love Ten Ten Wins. So. Well,
1: then that that became a point of bonding. He was like, "I'm happy to hear that you also enjoy Ten Ten Wins Talk Radio." He's
0: <laughs> uh, a special man. <laughs> he really is. Oh my god. Um,
1: But, yeah, so the dishwasher. But you did that,
0: and then you went to a doctor's appointment with him that he was very nervous about, where he found out that he now has to get radiation for the prostate cancer he thought was gone. And he refused to allow me to go with him, but he thought it was fine if you went. So, unfortunately for you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, man, I, so we, we. Dolores, uh, friend of the show, video subject, uh, she was one of our first guests on the podcast, but she was also a subject of one of our videos we did. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when we dropped her off at the cancer clinic she was going to? Yeah. So that's what exists here in Connecticut right. as well. Like, can- this is insane that cancer requires many hospitals to have their own separate hospitals. Like, yeah. it's an entire hospital Just dedicated to chemo and radiation so we go to this place uh, over in uh what was that waterford i don't know i don't
0: know where you were
1: it was by the movie theater we oh, also okay. we then, also yes. saw midsommar we can review that oh yeah or, or maybe we don't want to review it or spoil it but we can at least chat about it um anyway it was over near where the movie was yeah waterford so we drive over to this cancer clinic and uh walk in and and it's actually a nice it's a nice place. I mean, there's a good vibe Yeah, they, there. they make them nice. <laughs> yeah. like, they're like,
0: are you dying? Have a seat. It's nice here.
1: Yeah, there's a there's an array of magazines in the waiting room. You uh, know,
0: Prevention Mag is hot in there.
1: Yeah, I walk in and uh, the first thing I see is the jigsaw puzzle. There's oh, a jigsaw man. puzzle table. Unfortunately, it was, well, actually, when I walked in, it was a it was an African American family, two young women who were accompanying who I assume is their dad, to his appointment. And uh, I had a quick back and forth with them about how the sky is always the hardest part on a jigsaw puzzle. Uh, <laughs> and I thought, I thought if I just like had a little small talk about it, they would just say, do you want to come help us? But nobody extended the invitation, so oh. I, was, I was left with Prevention Magazine. Um, but yeah, your dad went in, he uh, came out within five minutes to say, just so you know... And he had his car keys in hand. He's like, just so you know, I have to see... my." The first person just told me I have to see, like, two or three people, and it might be a while. I was like, no, I'm hanging. Like, I'm here. I had my... Such I was, a
0: good son-in-law.
1: It was... Yeah, uh, I, I You're like,
0: so good, here's, here's what I
1: like. Here's what I like. I like structured time and space yes. to space out. Yes, yes, yes. And I wasn't really spacing. I was doing work. I, I had my... Flashcards. I was memorizing a hour-long headlining set that I did last night up in Massachusetts. So I had my my memorization work to do. I, I had,
0: had my memorization <laughs> work and I had my puzzle, and everything was great.
1: Yeah, and uh, and and all those magazines. And you know, after an hour of memorization and having at this point no idea how far into his appointment your dad was, I I just started roaming. Uh, oh, I also made a. A chai latte from the Keurig machine. There's a Keurig machine in this place. Oh man,
0: you're just living. That's what I love about fucking hospitals and medical places is
1: that they have carcinogens in they the have waiting room. fucking
0: garbage <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. It's like
1: Cuz it was also diet cokes? I know. Uh, it was that I You should've that. seen me
0: when my dad first got the surgery at Yale. I'm sure I bitched about it on a previous yeah. episode. I was like they kept bringing him fucking ginger ale and I was like you're bringing him corn syrup water. Yeah, like there's got to be something else.
1: That did occur to me too. I wanted to just be like, Ugh. do you guys also have some Camel non-filtered?
0: Like this is fucking. This is America. Happy Fourth, everybody. <laughs> suck a dick. <laughs> 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 fucking suck on your carcinogens and at your goddamn cancer treatment center.
1: Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> and litter the
0: planet with fucking Keurig cups.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <so> anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, I started getting restless, so I, I went outside, I'm getting some sun, I'm doing some yoga stretches. Oh, uh, very nice. I'm having a weird, um, what is that, uh, what is that thing? A Munchausen moment where I'm like, oh I wonder if people think I'm here like <laughs> like having my hero like do I like I'm having my hero's journey. I'm I'm doing yoga in the sun. People like must you're think you're sick oh, and you're
0: waiting for your uh, that, appointment. That
1: poor guy, he's so young. Some <laughs> oh, uh, god I'm, I'm I'm having conflicting my Munchausen My hero's journey. journey. And then I'm like, all right, I need to just keep walking. And I and I discover the uh, Falcone Cancer Garden out oh, back. Oh,
0: beautiful. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. So you sent me that photo. And it is
1: lovely out there. They've nice. They've got a nice pathway and is flowers. Is it called the Cancer Garden? Yeah, it's the Falcone Cancer Garden. Oh,
0: yeah. They couldn't just call it the gar- like the Falcone maybe I'm, Garden?
1: Maybe I'm inserting cancer.
0: Because <laughs> that feels unnecessary. Like, they know where they are.
1: And I got... I, I did get a little choked up, I mean all this I'm, 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 I'm talking sort of lightly about this but it, it is very humbling to be in a place where like uh, you really do think. like I have my hang ups about how I feel about my body, my mm-hmm. you know, my body like image issues and my asthma has been annoying because my allergies have been so bad, uh, we've talked about STI stuff on our show, mm-hmm. like I have all these things And I'm just like You know These ugly feelings About myself But then you go somewhere Where you realize like I'm so much healthier Than I know Than I, I'm so lucky To be as healthy as I am
0: Like peak physical condition Yeah
1: Cause I'm walking around This path And people I assume Donated money To help make this Garden And so people could Write things On these bricks On the floor And oh. um, You know It's like One thing is like You know Dear Susan Uh you were my light until the end. You know, it's just, Ugh. like, whatever whatever these things said. And I, I was just, like, so struck by, like, the love and the, um, uh, just the, you know, the, just, like, the, that long-term, deep, mature love that people develop for each other mm. and how it, it like, can, it, it will be horrible eventually when, like, <laughs> something or something happens where you know, somebody has taken away from you, and yeah. uh, you know, so I just sat and looked through my flashcards in the garden and, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I worked on my comedies, and then <laughs> yeah,
1: I had a couple chuckles to myself uh, but then I discovered there's also a nature path that goes into the woods behind the garden, How and it, nice. And it was just nice to kind of walk around and I'm sure, I'm sort of certain I looked up into one of the windows because the, there's windows of the, like, the private like doctor's spaces Uh and I swear I saw a man leaning over the stool or whatever like maybe for like a little exam and I'm like they should be drawing the curtains over the garden oh oh oh, I
0: see I mean it was you could see an appointment happening yeah
1: and he was he was prone in the you know gloved up hand
0: position I mean you know they made Ask, like, do you want me to close the curtain? Do you
1: want me to the close lines? the curtain? Because there's some random dude out there going through index cards like a psychopath. <laughs> Should I close the curtain or are you comfortable with that guy? There's a
0: man resembling some sort of sociopath. I'm pretty sure he likes a lot of forensic files. Do you want me to close the blinds?
1: Oh, no, leave him open. It looks like he's on his hero's journey. Um,
0: I think he's got cancer, too. He's on his hero's journey.
1: (laughs) uh, And then, so I I wandered back into the office, and that's where I saw somebody at the culmination of their journey, or at least part of their journey, where they were doing a photo op with a very elderly man who had a mallet in his hand next to a gong that is in the waiting room. Oh, like if you you beat it? When you have your last treatment, oh, you, yes. you bang the gong, and they take a picture, and uh, it was very sweet, Aww. and his daughters were with him who were all, like, grandparent age, like, this guy was, like, a hundred or something. Oh,
0: God, like the, like, the women that were with him were
1: old? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but that, that was sweet to hear them sort of celebrating that it was going to be his last time having to go there, um, and then I got alone time at the jigsaw puzzle, and, uh, I, really... And the moral
0: of this story is, I finally got alone time at the jigsaw.
1: And I, I, I made some major contributions to that thing, and just when I was picking up steam is when your dad got out of his appointment. You're like,
0: Paul, give me, like, ten more minutes,
1: please. Um, and it was a nice lighthouse scene on the puzzle. Oh, beautiful. uh, That's just the theme of life, you know? Like, if you're ever lost, just look for the lighthouse. That's right. You know? Yeah. Or the Falcone Cancer Garden. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that was a bonding experience with your pop. Uh, He was
0: very, very appreciative of you showing up in a multitude of ways.
1: Yeah, no, it it was was nice. Uh, But I missed you. We got to go to like two different hardware stores over two days. (laughs) Um,
0: And I went to the beach by myself and fell asleep.
1: Yeah, well, we, you need to do that, too. We went to the beach. We had a nice evening dip at the beach on the 4th of July. We did. I
0: feel bad, though, that you didn't, like, get to go again and have some time.
1: That's okay. I, I developed a foot blister, so I don't know if... <laughs> I was walking our daughter. Our daughter, guys, big news yes. our daughter, Peg. Yes. She's coming a long way in the behavioral training yes. department. Yes. Um, we did... We had our first meeting with a trainer on July 3rd, right? Yeah, that was the day before our trip.
0: Amazing Richard. Richard. uh, An older man, probably in his 50s, I think he said, from Bed-Stuy. Grew grew up in Flatbush. uh, Owns some properties in Bed-Stuy. Also does dog training.
1: And owns a dog, Adobe.
0: Adobe, he kept calling it, Adobe. Doberman Pinscher. uh, And he was great yeah he had command of the room
1: yeah Peggy really submitted to him immediately like very quickly like I think people just have auras and vibes yeah and dogs know it and uh,
0: but she's walking much better on her leash yeah. she's listening to us a lot better she's still a little too like hyper with other people but I'm gonna shoot Richard a text yeah and see what he thinks But also let him know that she's doing so much better on her leash and the things he was telling us to do are working.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't think we need a longer leash. I think I kind of like what's happening with this one. All right. we can talk about that later.
0: We'll talk to Richard.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Wednesday was like a real triple header for me because meeting with the trainer is a bit of a therapy session. Mm -hmm. Because he's not just there to train the dog. He's also there to train the owner. Hello. and we've got if we want to be trainable we've got to admit the things we don't know Mm, and uh, that's humbling in itself
0: yes
1: Uh, so I had that and then I had to leave our training appointment to go to see Jenny my (laughs) one-on-one therapist uh, where I had a good cry
0: yeah
1: uh, over a Kurt Vonnegut quote of all things Uh, and then I had to go meet you at couples therapy wow two hours later wow Uh, If you're wondering
0: what freelancer's days are like
1: (laughs) (laughs) But for the record I worked my balls off last night At a show and now we're driving back to the city To go work my balls off On a Sunday night Oh Oh, it's a tiny baby baby deer It's a doe deer I was gonna tell you the Oh it's just taking a nap joke But that was a bloody (sighs) baby deer doe
0: deer was massacred on the side of the highway
1: She wasn't much bigger than Peg.
0: Come on, hun. I'm just... Don't associate my daughter with the death.
1: I'm just painting a picture. Anyway. So, we work hard, okay? Yes, 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 yes. These days of therapy. Also, the car was in the shop. I brought the car to the shop. Listen, some days
0: you got self-care days, some days you got hard work days. But they're both hard work,
1: okay? I wanna talk about something else in this department. So I negotiated a certain amount of money I was gonna get for this gig I did. It was for a big recovery convention. Um, I've done lots of these shows over the years and several of them I've done for little to no money and I've kind of willingly lost money on the gig just to have the experience. But I can't do that anymore. I can't no. be driving to other states to perform for, no, to, to lose money on it. So I now have a standard fee for these conferences where I, I just say, I would love to do the show. Uh, my conference fee is this amount. Yeah. And and they agreed to it. And, and luckily, I, I did get paid for that. Uh, but part of me was leaving last night with a little bit of shame, like, I hope nobody knows how much I got paid. I had some friends there. I didn't want to tell them that I was even getting paid. I was trying to avoid the money thing wow. altogether. So I had this shame, and it, and it just comes back to... I, I was reminded of this thing of, like... Uh, I, it was another meme I saw somewhere on Instagram or something. It was like, um, you're not paying me for the hour of work I'm doing tonight. You're paying me for the years and years of work leading up to this Yes. like I'm now getting paid for the skills that I've developed from all this other unpaid misery over the years so uh I had to remind myself of that last night like sure I was only on stage for an hour and I I, they paid me properly for it but I I don't have to feel guilty about that because I in fact deserve to be paid in that way well Um,
0: it's interesting too because I think maybe the comedy world because there's so much like unpaid labor like practicing open mics like put on your own shows like all of this work you have to put in for no money that when you do start making money and you know that there are still people not making money it's like it's a real mind fuck I think
1: yeah there's some survivor's guilt in there yeah because I
0: I don't feel that way in my job like because it's, like, I made my, like, assistant fee for many years, and now I make what I deserve to make. Maybe even a little less. Uh, and everybody is very, like, clear about that with each other. Like, yeah. there are other people not making money.
1: It's almost like an unspoken union. Like, yeah, and when you find
0: out that other people, like, I have a friend that was making, like, $50 less than me for, like, the same job. I was like, that's fucking bullshit. Like that's fucked up that
1: they're doing that to you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I I so there's some survivors guilt, but then there's also sometimes um this resentment toward people who continuously do shows for free where they should be charging money, where the event they're doing the show for is a money generating thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, "Hey, if you don't advocate for yourself to get paid what you deserve, they're gonna think all comedians will work for free, so you're actually right. fucking me over by not advocating for yourself. Yeah. So. There's a lot of that in the gig
0: economy. Yeah,
1: there's some of that going on. Um, so anyway, uh, I, f- I forget what made me think of that, but uh, the oh shame. yeah, just just the our our Wednesday of self care. Uh, but yeah, we had to bring the car to the garage. This this thing finally sounds. You know what, this, I, I would actually be interested to compare the audio of this podcast in the car oh. compared to the other one to see if you could hear that. Oh,
0: and why don't you get right on that, and then next week you can let us know what it sounded yeah, like. Yeah,
1: we're going to do a side-by-side forensics <laughs> audio exam. Uh, we, we had to replace the strut mount. mm mm-hmm. This car was not strutting down oh, the road properly. strut mount. Sexual. Yeah strut mount.
0: I'm a fucking strut mount
1: right out of this car. Yeah, fucking feet first strut mount. <laughs> I'm
0: talking about pussy first strut mount,
1: okay? I'm, I'm fucking going out pelvis, <laughs> pelvic thrust first. Strut mount! Strut. Uh, yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening! <laughs> uh, but yeah, the night of 4th of July, yeah, we went to the beach, we got some sun, and then we went to meet Shomar,
0: Oh, Solmar.
1: The new Ari Aster film, his follow-up to Hereditary, which I'm sure I haven't talked about enough on this podcast. <laughs> obsessed For any and- of our
0: new listeners, uh, Patrick has talked about it on several episodes.
1: Uh, but yeah, that that was great. Uh, uh, we, you know, we we were two of maybe twelve people in the theater. Uh, and man, what a, what a fun, scary, creepy, horrifying, uh, beautiful, magnetic, compelling film.
0: It was beautiful. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's very like that writer director loves a ritual. He loves unpacking a ritual and like making you think about the things that humans do.
1: Yeah, the relational, familial dynamics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah,
0: family is a recurring theme, too.
1: Yeah, family, deep dysfunction. Uh, I, I, last night, was that last night or two nights ago, watched... A short film of him, his oh,
0: yeah. this
1: half an hour movie oh,
0: my God. about
1: full on incest. and like, it's What is
0: going on with him?
1: So intense.
0: What is going on with Ari Aster? Like he, who hurt him? Well, he
1: he's given some really detailed. He he talks about it. And for *Midsummer*, uh, there were some producers in Sweden who said, "Hey, we have these these different rituals that some have existed. We have these ideas of how to combine it into this like." Horror movie, we don't really know exactly what we want to do, but here's like some elements, like how can we work together. And he was like, let's make a folk horror movie. And then he was like, but let's make it kind of like a breakup story, because he had gone through a breakup recently. Mm. Uh, so he kind of like jammed all that together. And uh, man, Interesting. What, a, what a ride. And I apparently know. he
0: wants to see his ex-partner just like... Well, I don't want to spoil it. Well, no, anything.
1: he he said uh, that th- that is not what he wants. Uh, but it's he, I think he—I forget what the quote is. But the L.A. Times wrote a really cool kind of article processing the film. and, yeah, and
0: is, it getting, some, is it getting
1: good reviews? Yeah, it's getting good reviews. Uh, there are some people that are too hung up on how predictable it is. Mm. But it's so not about that. Like, you know— like, you know from the trailer, like, it's like any movie like this, like, these people are fucked, you know? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's and, true.
1: And you're just like, how
0: are they going to be fucked? Right, like, right. that's kind of the, the uh, surprise element.
1: But if you're a nerd like me, the best place to go is Reddit, because it is cool to see people just process this stuff in real time, uh, well, not in real time while they're watching it, but like giving their feelings and the things they noticed and then people chime back in after they've seen the movie again. Uh, the Hereditary Reddit thread is insanely good and now this one I just popped in on this morning and there was some, some cool stuff in there.
0: I would say uh, that Hereditary is far more graphic.
1: I, well, I don't know. This was, I think, equally graphic. Really? If, if not more. There were more... No. I thought there was more gore in this one. But, hereditary, I just found way more deeply disturbing because it felt like like the main incident that happens in it just felt so much more plausible and horrifying mm. if it were to happen to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, whereas this, I thought there was... I think there were a lot more, like, kind of kill scenes or whatever. Wow, look at this. We're driving uh. past a classic car that is, looks like a piece of art. Wow.
0: It's always some ancient, white-haired old man yeah. in here in Connecticut <laughs> owning those cars. Yeah. Um, yeah. We did. We enjoyed Midsummer. We were out late.
1: And uh, that was weird. We we left the movie theater. Oh my god. It was
0: like that, it was creepy. We,
1: we were literally the only two people we saw. Well, I guess we sat through the entire credits. That's why. Yeah, we
0: were, we we love to see if there's an Easter egg. Yeah. There wasn't. Uh, so, save your time. (laughs) We'll leave. (laughs) Um, and... We get up, and everyone is cleared out of the theater, but then we walk out into the lobby, and not a single worker is anywhere to be found, or anyone else that's come out of a movie theater. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm always... I always have a thing about that, too, anyway. Like, people can, like, really clear out quickly. Yeah. Like, I am not one of those people. Like, even just going to, like, a yoga class... I'm like, how did everyone get out of here so fast? Like, what are we doing?
1: What are you rushing off to?
0: Really? I'm like, weren't you just relaxed? Like, why are we, like, fucking sprinting out of someplace?
1: Let's linger. Anyway. Your your dad does not like to linger. Oh, no, no, no. So so yesterday we we had to go on our round two screw run, uh, which was, so we had to make four stops. We had to get screws for the dishwasher at Johnson's Hardware. We had to get gas at his favorite Citgo station. We had to get... Arnica cream for your mother's knee surgery at CVS and then we had to go to the brewery to get a refill of his growler so it was four stops wow I didn't I, know it was all that I know it was four stops because he would count down the stops He'd say, "Okay, <laughs> oh this God. is stop one of four we're going to the hardware store get the screws and I like to make it and it was actually after the Citgo stop on our way to CVS that your dad explained to me that uh He said something like, he's like When I'm out doing errands uh, There's no fucking around We just get it done, no dilly-dallying With me Uh, And I think he was making fun of us For our shopping trip the night before Where I secretly went to McDonald's To eat more food Because I was still hungry after the dinner he made Which was wonderful, your dad is an amazing cook He just he just. But
0: he has portion control issues He
1: will inflict portion control On other people (laughs) Uh, so we, we're out getting these groceries And it took us probably much longer I think
0: we dilly-dallied
1: Well, we did make a secret food run And we also and I you also had
0: to check and see That there definitely weren't screws at the dollar store
1: I thought the Dollar Tree might have the screws we needed uh, So it took us longer And I think your dad on our errand run the following day Was basically saying This is how you do errands <laughs>
0: He was all, this is how we do it. He cued them until Jordan, and he was like, buckle up.
1: Come on, baby, get in the car. This is how we do it. First, we get hardware like nobody does. This is how we do it. Um, Fill the gas tank. It got much flavor. <laughs> this is how we do
0: it. I love how much you're making yourself laugh.
1: Because it doesn't make
0: sense.
1: Uh... uh So, yeah, anyway, um... You just
0: had so much time with my dad and got to see, like, all of his idiosyncrasies. Yeah. Which you've already, you know, I think you've become fairly accustomed to at this point, but
1: there's, like, some new
0: levels happening I
1: love the guy. I'm just still learning his... His language, you know, uh, well, also, learning. you're
0: learning what you can push back on and not push back on. Like, you like razzed him a few times, which well, I, I razzed
1: him once. So, yeah, we after the after the brewery, we're on our way home, and uh, and he said, You must be hungry. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get some food together or whatever. And I was like, uh, Oh, no, I'm just gonna have a muffin and some yogurt. And he's like, Oh, really? And I was like, Yeah, because I actually. When I took Peggy out this morning. I got a little something. I didn't tell him what, but I, I, I went to Dunkin' Donuts and I had a uh, ham, egg, and cheese and a small coffee, which, because I was like, I got to eat now because God knows. Uh, <laughs> and so I, I basically said, yeah, I ate while I was walking Peggy this morning. And he's like, wow, you really are an alley cat. You never know where you're going to find a snack or oh something God. like that. Crazy. Which I took as a accusation of some kind, so I pushed back and I was like, Well, I have a father-in-law who likes to control the amount of food I eat, so I gotta get it where I can. <laughs> and I was like, I, I couldn't even, as I was saying it, I was like, I can't even believe I'm saying this out loud. I feel like a shithead and also like, also like, as a people pleaser who suppresses so many feelings yes. I have, and I keep them to myself, when I finally do say something, it feels like it bursts
0: I out. yeah, and it
1: feels like I'm barking it or I'm like I'm being too harsh. Yeah, it, it probably isn't. I think I I just it, the the whatever hormones in my body that feel like fight or flight the chemicals. Yeah, it makes me feel like I'm fighting. And uh, he but he it. he received that. He did kind of he, he took that as a point taken. Uh, and I'm I'm glad to hear that
0: he received it. And I think he thought it was funny. you know like he can handle it I mean he's sensitive but he also like he razzes people so it's like as long as the the setting and the tone is okay you know
1: well and what I'm learning with him is that I need to understand that he views razzing it's how he shows affection yes because he's constantly uh like like so he's really into the tour de France yes and uh this morning, I said, oh, what city are they in today? And he's like... And he told me, yesterday, he told me what today was, which is not a new city. It's time trials in the same city as yesterday. Mm -hmm. And so, when I said, what city is it? Yeah, he's like, come on, man. It's the same city. It's time trials. (laughs) Brussels. And I... And I've gotten that from him lots of times about Trump in the news or other sports things. Actually, it happened twice today, because... Then he said, oh, it's U.S. versus Denmark today or something like that. I was like, oh, soccer, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, but what are the games right now? It's not World Cup. He's like, Women's World Cup, dude. We already talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I don't do sports. And I also don't watch every the news every day. This is just me ranting about your dad. That's there. okay. I'm sorry. You had a lot
0: of time with him. It's all I'm right. sorry.
1: I love you, Paul. I don't think you He's listen to He's definitely not listening.
0: And also, I'm wondering, like, do you see the correlation between me and him?
1: Yeah. Like, I, all of those things <laughs> that you, like, you guys get, like, tough on each other about. Yeah. I just receive as you think I'm dumb, you're criticizing the things I'm interested in or not interested in, yeah. and like, it just doesn't really work for me, and I don't think I'll really be able to come around to like, hey, Paul, you look like an idiot today. Cool, <laughs> me too. Like, what, whatever. Like, I'm just not that person. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, I'd rather
1: just be ni- nice. I know. Uh,
0: you love being nice.
1: And sure, like, I don't know, razz me about I don't know, something I actually deserve, but like, I don't know, I just end up feeling like Oh fuck, now I'm like I, Do I need to research what's well, going on well, in this. that's why we world?
0: all have complexes And, you know, have perfectionism That drives us insane So just like, get on board <laughs> Yeah okay?
1: Uh, anyway
0: I think we've unpacked my dad enough, what do you think? Yeah Are you like stressed
1: out now? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think if there are any other stray, Stray items I wanted to drop in about him
0: with that coma. said
1: i mean i do want to celebrate him <laughs> let's celebrate because seriously like he's going through a lot and he it's is. been quite a year and and i did have to i don't know i i hope he has a good therapist because i i said to him i was like you know it's almost like you didn't get to retire like you retired and then this cancer thing came up so, you began another full time job. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like taking care of yourself and going through a major health thing like this and a surgery yeah. is a full time job. And like, you haven't gotten to experience actual relaxing yeah. retirement yet. Yeah. And he doesn't want relaxing retirement, he wants active retirement because he's an athlete and he doesn't like that he's lost this energy level and now that he's going to have to do this round of radiation. I hope we're not oversharing. mean no. this. this isn't really our business to talk about but the thing that was most upsetting for him that I could tell was that he saw it as well this is going to take me away from being active. It's yeah. going to like I, 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 he was talking about the low energy levels. Um, so I was just like kind of reflecting to him reflecting back at him that that does suck and like mm-hmm. Uh, this is hard. Yeah, um, yeah. And we talked about that in the car, and then... When we first got home, he's like, Well, I don't really feel like cooking or whatever. And then, like, an hour later, he's like, You know what? I'm gonna cook, because, like, what else am I gonna do? You know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's cool that he just... Um... He knows to just do what makes him happy, and he... He
0: does. He does know that to, like, a certain extent. Because then, once I got home from the beach, I went upstairs, and he <laughs> was watching... Harry Styles YouTube videos, cause that also brings him joy. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, he probably had smoked weed, uh, which also brings him joy, and I'm like, fine, do you. Uh, and I was like, you know, it really sucks, cause it's like, not what you thought, and now you have like, more stuff you have to deal with, and it's scary, so like, be upset about it today. Yeah. You know? Like, it sucks. Um, and I was like, if you don't feel like cooking dinner, like, don't. And he was like, yeah, I didn't, but then I was also like, that's what brings me joy. I'm pretty sure he, like, used those words, like, or makes me happy, so I might as well do that. Yeah. And I was like, great. Yeah. So, he's not completely devoid of skills
1: no, and, and tools. <laughs> no, and he he's, I he's showed, he showed, we were also chatting in the car, and he was actually, showed some, like, real pride in the fact that, You know, like, we were talking about your family's history and how you ended up in Connecticut and his time in the service Mm -hmm. in in the Navy in New London and then having to go back to Texas and then having to come back because your mom had the job here. And, uh, you know, we were talking about her career uh, was born here. Like, she's made her career and her life up here and... He said, "Yeah, you know, that's like one regret I have is like career related." Mm. And he was like, "But I did get to have this great personal life." Mm. And uh, and I was like, "Yeah, totally." Like, and when you think about it, that's like a very European thing of like, like, working. You know, you work what you need to do f- to work, but you're really working to live. You know, like, mm-hmm. and you can create the life and you can live how you want to live. And to me, what I took from he's proud of his personal life in that he got to run I don't know, hundreds of races uh, become a bicyclist, become a great cook like, sure, he didn't love the work he did over time, but like he he got to build this life and like, Mm -hmm. uh, friends you know, your mom and him have like a nice friend group and a great home and uh, you know, two awesome kids and so I was just saying like yeah, that's like like very European, and uh, I think that really, <laughs> I think that really made him feel good. because yeah, he's
0: a bougie bitch. <coughs> Underneath it all, he's a bougie, bougie ass
1: bitch. <laughs> uh, all right, that those are the two strings. And
0: things. scene. I
1: love that man. He's <laughs> a sweet man. And, and you know, my mom calls
0: him her sweet man. It's
1: good for me to put some effort into cultivating relationships with paternal figures yeah. since my dad won't return my calls or texts, <laughs> so uh, I have a new dad, and his name's Paul, too. He's and also slightly is,
0: unemotional. <laughs> He's slightly emotionally unavailable, like your dad,
1: but have, have I ever pointed out to you that my dad's Name middle name is Martin, so it's Paul yes. Martin Holbert, yes. and then it's Paul Martino.
0: Yes. What the fuck? It's weird.
1: Like sometimes the are Matrix, thra- like the Matrix we- is just lazy. They're like, let's not make everything. Is eat.
0: it incest? Like, like, what's going
1: on? No, it's just like the programmers fucking were lazy. <laughs> uh, anyway, so. lots going on
0: lots going on with your
1: family good stuff i mean dave's birthday was yesterday happy birthday dave we love you happy
0: birthday
1: dave happy birthday to you happy
0: happy birthday It's gonna be
1: a good time
0: um we hope it was a good time we hope it was a good time we weren't able to spend it with you, but we heard you went to the beach and also went to see Midsommar, oh, so yes. we hope that both of those events were fun and that you were with people you love. And uh, Guys, check
1: out the Patreon for me and Dave's spoiler episode of Midsommar. Oh my god, that you. would be
0: such a good idea. Should we start
1: a Patreon page?
0: Probably. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Um, Another highlight of the trip is us uh, fucking in my childhood bedroom. Whoa!
1: (laughs) Paul, if you were listening a minute ago, turn it off now.
0: My dad went on a bike ride. My mom was conked out on Oxy. Oh, your mom was getting
1: high as a kite. And I
0: thought, this is a great time (laughs) for us to try to get down in my childhood bedroom.
1: (laughs) You get to... get some Niecy Nash on the TV
0: and
1: just do it up in the take
0: me to my childhood bedroom
1: is that a Melissa Etheridge song
0: it's a country song I'm working on oh yeah country song take me to my childhood
1: bedroom yeah lay me down in my race car bed.
0: Mind you, it looks nothing like it did when I was in the bedroom, when I lived in that bedroom, so.
1: Well, they you do still have your Constellation stickers on oh the God. ceiling. <laughs>
0: yes, those are still up.
1: But, but the, we were doing it in the daytime, so That's right. The, no stars were out. You could out.
0: see everything.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Anything you want to say about that? I just wanted to say, take the child, child, my child, child,
1: baby. Baby. Lay me down <laughs> in my childhood baby. Read me out of my lullaby book I can't My musical bits are not coming together I'm sorry That's my Oh no because you do
0: sometimes actually have good uh, Musical bits Mm. Oh I'll tell you about musical bits
1: Oh let's see the musical bits About some tender bits (laughs) Let me tap that xylophone
0: Uh, So that was fun. We had to distract our dog a little bit, but we we pushed through. We don't know
1: how to have sex in front of the dog yet. We'll talk to Richard, the trainer, about it. (laughs) Richard, she seems to jump on strangers. Also, when I'm going down on my wife, she doesn't like it. She did not like it.
0: Should I, while performing,
1: while performing Cunnilingus, should I be passing her treats or and you
0: actually, you really took one for the team and you passed her one of your hoka sneakers that I hate. And you were like, chew on this, Peg.
1: Yeah, she's had a foot fetish. This will really solidify a foot fetish. Watching a sex act while chewing on a <laughs> shoe.
0: <laughs> that you haven't been able to get your, your fucking chompers on in quite some time. Yeah, she's been good
1: about the shoes. I hope we're not regressing with it's this. It's fine.
0: We had to do what we had to do, you know?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: to fucking... Take me to my childhood, room. Yeah. Make me call cool, me my childhood,
1: room. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I, I'm still not good at sex uh, when your parents <laughs> are in the house. Uh, you
0: really, you pushed through, though,
1: Yeah, we, it we all... We did what we had to do. Everything happened. Uh, <laughs> everything
0: happened. <laughs> um... With a little blood, sweat, and tears, we got there, didn't we? Oh, Malin? man, I
1: was really sweating. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I cried, I bled. No, I didn't do either of those things. It was just sweat. Yeah. Because it was also hot as fuck in yeah. my parents' house yesterday. Although yeah, we did have I mean, AC going, it was still, like, very sweaty. The
1: whole Northeast was really just a fucking sweaty nut Like, just drip-dropping.
0: Um... So then that takes us back to our couple's therapy session where we just like, we really put it all out on the table again, didn't we?
1: Yeah. Which
0: I can't even actually remember if there's anything I want to talk about, quite frankly.
1: Yeah, what were we getting into? It was probably me being jealous of something. (laughs) Probably me being a little bitch.
0: No, don't Uh, talk about yourself like that. But I mean, that does bring us back to some of the stuff we were talking about on our first open relationship episode of like you know some people think like oh you're an open relationship you don't get jealous like oh you must not get jealous that's why you do this right and it's like no like of course of course there's jealousy and for us we have to like hash it out in couples therapy and like talk about the other person's jealousy and like what was something that happened that like kicked up your shit like Mark Marin likes to say just yeah. kicking up your shit, you know? Well,
1: and also, like, um, I don't know if this is related, but, like, having to ha- have space to just, in whether it's in your relationship or with outside therapists, like, have space somewhere in your life to be 100% honest about where you're at. Mm-hmm. And I forget what morning it was, when it was along our travels, but... There was one morning where I was like I don't want this fucking dog. I don't want to deal with her. I don't I like why did I told Ross I never wanted a dog? This is her fault. She should just take the dog. Maybe I just move out. Maybe I start a whole new life Wow, like, you went there? I mean, I don't know. I I'm just I'm for the point of this exercise. Okay. I'm just
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Showing a the extremes.
0: This is where the brain can go. Yeah,
1: and and like you went to yoga and finally I had some time to like lay on the couch. Shirtless with Peg and tell her that I love her and that I want to love her and I, I want to be a better dog, dad, dad, and I want to be understanding and patient, but she drives me crazy, you know? So we had that, and then it, you know, and then I read this fucking Kurt Vonnegut quote where he says, Be soft, don't let the harsh world harden you, don't let bitterness take away your sweetness, etc. It's like, yeah, I'm a fucking sweet guy, and I'm loving and kind, and I'm funny. You're,
0: like, kind of known for it, too. But when I get frustrated,
1: I can just fucking clench my teeth and my fists and, like, white-knuckle it through life and have these frustrations that I don't want to talk about, and I'll just choke it down, and then a few weeks go by, and I'm like, honey, we gotta break up.
0: (laughs) You and the dog need to get out!
1: Yeah, so... Uh, and this, there was, you know, there's a little context with you and your boyfriend, a little thing. I was, I, I had a very exhausting work trip up to Boston. By yourself. By, uh, alone, and so I was, like, jealous and lonely, and, you know. I, I went and,
0: like, celebrated pride, like, with the other person that I am in a relationship with while you were, like, by yourself working.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, like, I guess to put a real, um definition on the fear is, and I said this in couples therapy, is like my fear is that I will become the the father you know, the father to the dog uh, the partner in raising a family but no longer a sex partner, no longer a lover to my wife you know uh, so all these things are swirling around in my head also um I you know I'm, I live in a lot of financial fear and uh you know there's there's a lot of hang-ups with that as we talk about having a child like there there is that creeping anxiety constantly of like am I going to be able to make this all work you know yeah. and So all of that led to kind of a, an intense therapy session with us um and then me having a very unproductive post therapy um uh, putting some emotionally needy questions on you. Specifically, so you guys have talked, you've heard us talk about my my footwear choices. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I forgot
0: a- about our spillover on the subway.
1: I wear a brand of sneaker called Hoka's. Uh, the joke I make about them is that these things have such advanced um, moisture wicking technology. Um, they even keep my wife's pussy dry. Whoa. Uh, Cause they're so ugly And you hate them <laughs> uh, And uh And yeah like basically part of What I've been thinking about With like what if I just become like The dog dad or the dad And I'm, like this lame fucking guy Cause you know that thing that happens with married couples Where it's like oh my wife The ball and chain and oh my husband What a lame fat loser <laughs> Like I'm I'm worried about My fucking husband and his stupid orthopedic sneakers, like, and his black socks with shorts on, uh, cause I was saying, like, this is what it looks like to not give a fuck, hon. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And you were just like, that is not appealing. And that pissed me off. Cause, like, I have this idea in my head that you have to do some work to keep me sexy in your head. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I shouldn't have to do all the work to stay sexy. Correct. Uh, which I think I still believe, but you've made it clear.
0: <laughs> but, like, are we going to go into no, this no. again? No,
1: no, well, we don't have to go into it as an argument, because I, I agree. I, I'm now all you know on the same page. My, you know my point. I'm literally sitting here in my Nikes right and now. And you look
0: so cute.
1: Yeah, I look at I have good legs. <laughs> you doing my do. heel pumps.
0: Your heel pumps, which is one of my mom's things she has to do for her knee. Um... I think that it's like it's you know you were talking earlier about that you're like having these feelings about your body and and not feeling great and it's like well there is one easy way to deal with that and that is by like dressing in a way that makes you feel good this fucking motherfucker is riding my ass I get it dude you want to go fast fucking relax
1: Sorry, (laughs)
0: Sorry, everyone. This
1: guy's a fucking piece of shit. Can't wait for him to pass us and then just ride up on the next person. Yeah, it's gonna be his whole.
0: What's the point?
1: What's the point, you fucking loser? Like, his driving style. Cool
0: suburban, dude. (coughs) Cool, cool, cool.
1: His driving style is me when I'm frustrated or (laughs) in my head.
0: And, like, I'm a speed demon, but I was just doing 85 and he was fucking riding my ass.
1: Joking my ass? What are you fucking
0: joking my ass? Dave, that's for you. Um, anyway.
1: So I decided to bring all this up on our way out of our therapy yes. appointment. And it was
0: like, he was like, well don't you think that you have to put in some effort to like keep me sexy? And I'm like, uh, sure. But it's not just like up to me. And like, just like it feels good for me to dress up and feel sexy for myself, for you, for us. I would like the same thing in return and I'm like wear your hokas like a few days a week But if you know you want to like feel good and you want to kick something up with me, maybe don't wear them
1: I have to wear my hokas tonight because I'm doing ca- camera <laughs> Well we already
0: work. fucked yesterday so it's okay
1: I'm doing camera work uh, <laughs> at a comedy show so I'll be on my feet for like six hours straight so I'm wearing hocus tonight, that's but you fine. won't be there. I'll be at work.
0: But that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a balance, right? Yeah. It's a balance of, like, this is what it looks like to not give a fuck. And you got to deal with it, but also, like, you have to think that I'm sexy, too. And like, this is all on well, you.
1: The suburban... What a fucking dirtbag. a fucking piece of shit. Sometimes I do want to see people get into car accidents.
0: Um, so my point was, like, it's not... Vain of me to to want you to like give a shit sometimes for some to like because honestly it's not even that much I'm like oh put on those niggies. I'm like oh you look cute today
1: yeah I don't,
0: I don't you I get a little defiant I don't with think me. it's
1: the vanity it's not vain it's like I just view it as like well I put in I put in the work to like accept you for whatever hangups I might have
0: oh. Uh,
1: and I don't mean I don't want to open and yeah the what worms. are those I, 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 I can't even think of what those are um, yeah likely
0: story the point
1: <laughs> who cares who cares who
0: cares the I point will, the point is that we're both putting in a certain amount of effort to keep the sex life fun yeah and, and I wanna, present
1: and I will recognize you for um, the positive affirmation that I don't know if you put effort into or it just came naturally but i when i i uh, came into the room first first with my nike's on <laughs> and not my hokas uh, you you really did make me feel cute
0: good and you let
1: me know that you thought i looked cute
0: i did and that was nice well and it's the you know the point i always come back to is like you know that you married a stylist so you know, you're going to have to deal with that a little bit more than maybe the, the everyday human. Yeah. Because that, it turns me on. Like, a, an aesthetic choice turns me on. Yeah. That's why I'm in the profession I'm in and why I give a shit about clothes. And why I can, like, never figure out my own uh, clothing identity. <laughs> because I'm just constantly evolving, you know? Yeah. Um, so, that's that, everybody.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess that's overall a shout-out for continued communication and transparency and honesty. And that we Uh, can all,
0: like, I'm not saying you have to, like, you know, go Kim Kardashian all the time by putting your Nikes on.
1: Yeah, let me get some lip injections.
0: I'm just saying occasionally, like... You know, it can just be viewed as a nice thing for us to put effort in for each other,
1: which yeah. I can
0: do the same, you
1: know? Yeah. 27B, the Trans Center.
0: Well, what do you think, hon? I
1: think it's a, I think it's transportation center, but...
0: Oh, your brain uh, is going to, like...
1: Oh, uh, yeah, let me check out of this conversation.
0: Ah.
1: Uh, uh, no, my brain went to trans people. I'm yes, like, I know. I want to go hang there, it sounds as fun. Uh, uh, any last things? Uh, I feel like this, this was a good episode. A I good, think it was good. good. There's some, some nugs in there. Some tasty nugs. Yeah,
0: bro. It's
1: fucking tasty. Now. Dude, man. Uh, uh,
0: we are... What are we doing? We're heading back home right now. We've got a, another week of busyness and you're traveling. uh, Yeah,
1: yeah, I'll say that. Hey, if you want to see me do comedy in a brewery, I'll be in New Hampshire Wednesday night. Uh, I think Thursday night Roscoe, New York. I think Friday night is Pennsylvania. And then Saturday night is also Pennsylvania, I think. i gotta, I got to check those, too. But I'll, I'll update my calendar in the next uh, 48 hours with the specifics. So PatrickHolbert.com if you want to check out where and when those shows are. Uh, those are really fun uh, to go do these brewery shows, and I'm uh, looking forward to that. So, uh, honey, we will have to figure out when we're podcasting for next week (laughs) that'll be fun um but yeah man uh we love you and uh take care
0: bye maybe that's the ending it's me being like